trap, 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 money, bunny. This shit got me in my feelings. Whoa, 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 whoa. Gotta be real with it. Yup. Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? That's your theme song for the rest of this summer, man. Every day you're in your fucking feelings, man. What's Whoa, wrong with hey, you? Ron, hold on, hold on. First of all, where did where did all that energy and that rap? You know how long I've been wanting to hear you rap for over like five years. That, that, that was me. I, I didn't do it proper, but like I'm just saying, man, like that's your theme song for the rest of the Why? Summer, what did man. I do? In our group chat, you're just always in your feelings, man. What's no, going on? Ron. What did I do? How am I? You guys, you guys are out here trying to bully a bully. It don't work. What do you mean, bully a bully, man? You're the one that's always crying every time we say something about you. Ron, it's it's like <laughs> six of you guys versus me, and I'm winning. That's how nice I am. You're the old. Yo, what do you mean you're winning? Everything you're saying is not necessarily proven to be correct yet, or it's not proven at Ron, all. I, and you're getting mad. What did you say about the USA versus Australia? No, I didn't say anything about that. I said. USA Wait, what, what is most me? likely not going to win gold. That's what I said. I know I know that's what you said to me a few weeks ago. And then when I challenged you on what was it? A medal cuz you had said that too. You backed down. And then before that game between USA and Australia, you were still, you know, you're still on the fence. But then once it didn't go your way, oh my god, like I never said that. No, I said that I said that I don't see them winning gold. Iran, just go hey, check man. the receipts. Check the I'm gonna, receipts. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cash. I'm gonna cash in my skip the dishes bet soon. Uh, when they win the gold, man, I'm gonna ask. We had a cap of twenty. It's okay, man. Like I'll make sure that I use the full twenty. But they shouldn't include delivery fees. It does include delivery fees. <laughs> this guy wants me to get what a shawarma or something, something you know, small a shawarma wrap. I was, think- too? I was thinking just a couple of snacks from the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think Seven Eleven goes on skip dishes, so maybe, uh, okay, you know, maybe I'll do that for you. But um, I don't know. Actually, I come on, man. What are you doing? That Tonks thing again? <laughs> again, welcome to another episode of the Knowledge and Nonsense podcast. It's um, your host Ron and uh, Mike the Knight, the Knight Mike. and Ron the Dawn. Let's get it. <laughs> Yeah, again, listen to us on Apple Music, or no, sorry, on Anchor. Listen to us on Anchor. Listen to us on Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcast, Radio Public, and then follow us on IG and follow us on Twitter, Canon Podcast on IG and Canon Pod on Twitter. Mr. Knight, where would you like to start this week? Uh, let's start with that Justin Trudeau story. Uh, pretty crazy how he wants all the yeah. federal workers, is it, to be vaccinated? So what I saw is that it seems that Trudeau wants uh, mandatory COVID-19 vaccines um, for all workers in federal public service or federally, re- uh, sorry, I should say, and fe- federally regulated um, workplaces. So for the federally regulated workplaces, that includes banks, airlines, crown corporations, broadcasters, and telecommunication companies. And they say that totals about 1.3 million people in Canada. That's a lot, Ron. That's a lot. Um, 
and yeah, it's just going it to cause create more division. What if someone doesn't? What if someone wants to work, but they don't want the vaccine? And let's say this is mandatory. What happens? Um. Well, it seems like they do have grounds because reading further in that article, they were saying that as long as you don't have a medical or a religious um, reason for exemption, you, there is some sort of ability that the company you work for can make this a requirement. So then that just pushes this thing even further, you know, down people's throats. Like for all those that are not comfortable taking the vaccine, it seems like it's going to become a reality where you have to. There's a lot of stuff going on about this too now. I feel like a lot... The thing is that you can still get the virus even if you are vaccinated. Again, the, your chances of being uh, severely sick will decrease by a lot from the numbers I heard in the studies. But mm -hmm. like one, I know for for instance, like myself, I'm nervous uh, for taking the vaccine just because it's still too new. It's still too fresh. Um, it's been what almost a year with it being out to the public. So I'm still a little nervous. Again, I'm not saying, hey, if you took it, you're a loser. I'm not saying anything like that. Like, if you want to take it, you go for it. You take it. But those other individuals who don't want to take it, I think maybe, I think there needs to be more of an educational period. Um, rather than, oh, you didn't take it? You're going to be the cause for the next wave. Why don't you just educate us and try to make us feel a little bit more um, comfortable with taking the vaccine. Cause if you continuously, you know, um, preach this, Oh, you're the reason for the world not being back to normal. You really think that's going to push a lot of people to take the vaccine, especially those, um, those, uh, individuals that like to protest and stand for their rights, um, by not taking the vaccine, you're not helping your cause. Um, I just feel that with this, like we've already seen it, like you said, where they're pushing um, the the message that the unvaccinated people are going to be the cause of another, you know, a wave of this. Um, with that, I, I just feel like they have tried the nice way, essentially, where they kind of have encouraged people to take it. And now they're doing the the way where it's kind of like accusatory. So if there's anything that happens now, it's as a result of you. Um, people that are usually federally, like working these federal services that I mentioned earlier, they tend to be in contact with a lot of people, you know, so it, it seems like in his eyes, they feel that they should be, you know, mandatory. People feel healthcare workers should also be mandatory. It should be mandatory for them to take the vaccine. I, I, I don't like it because, it, like you said, and you've said this many times before, and I do firmly believe this, it just creates more division. Education, you know, consistency in the messaging, things like that would help people feel a little bit more comfortable taking it. And ultimately, at the start of this, they did say that herd immunity kicks in when 80% of the population has a vaccine. They've claimed that 80% of the population does have the vaccine, but now they're saying that the remaining 20% should take the vaccine. So then it's like, it, it always goes back to that lack of consistency, where it, it seems like they're just going with the flow. Every day, something new is coming to our attention. I feel like they should encourage people to take the vaccine, but don't say so much. 
you know, so that people kind of hold them to their word. Nonetheless, if you want to take the vaccine, take it. If you're uncomfortable taking it, just please do your research and, and, and make sure that you are taking the necessary precautions. I, I can say now, like, I'm starting to realize that, like, people are starting to become a lot more relaxed. They kind of think that COVID yeah, is behind us. but the, And it's getting to the point where I feel like the wave that they're talking about that's coming is going to come. It Essentially just because people are just being more open, being more free now. Yeah, because um, it's kind of weird because I went to Denny's the other day and we're allowed indoor dining. Um, so everyone sitting down is not wearing a mask. But I saw a group of people, they walked in and they weren't wearing their mask. And uh, one of the waitress was like, hey, can you put on your mask? And the guy, one of the fellows there, he's like, why do I need to keep my mask on? But everyone else in this restaurant doesn't have their mask on. And she was kind of like, uh, uh, you know, so I understand that you want to have everyone. Um, you want to have everyone vaccinated, not only federal workers, but the whole population. But at the same time, I think it is getting a little too relaxed uh, to the point where some cities and provinces within Canada, um, masks are not mandated. Uh, it's not mandatory to wear those masks anymore. So I think we need to go through maybe one more winter, see if the numbers are spiking, because right now in Florida, the numbers are spiking, Ron. They are spiking. So I strongly feel let's kind of limit the amount of people inside restaurants. Um, let's force everyone to still wear a mask. Let's go through one more flu season, one more winter. And then afterwards, if things are not as bad as how they were last year, then for sure, let's relax. But just like what you said, let's chill on the whole relax, uh, relaxing of the rules. So you kind of touched on on the next topic I wanted to talk about, about how um, in New York, we watched a video on Six Buzz where somebody was saying that we should follow New York's lead in Toronto. So basically, they want it to be mandatory to have vaccine passes, especially when you're entering non-essential businesses. That includes indoor dining or gyms. Like you had said, like wear your mask if you aren't necessarily vaccinated if the establishment allows you to use the facility and if you're stationary you're not required to wear the mask i feel like that is the not that big of an ask you know just wear your mask walk in sit down eat your food and just take off your mask but like ultimately like the problem that i i'm seeing with this is that People are literally taking this as like they're on one side or the other side. They want to fight every single damn thing that is pushed in front of them. If you don't want to take the vaccine, me personally, I'm not the type of person that would push you to take it or encourage you to take it. I feel like everyone's entitled to their um, opinion or their own decision making. But if you know that you aren't vaccinated, then take the extra precautions to wear the mask. It, it's it's very hard though it seems now too to do that because most people are vaccinated and they kind of look at you like oh so you're not wearing you're wearing a mask because you're not vaccinated it's kind of weird but if that's the case like 
it's just gonna i don't know i i like honestly i just wish that you know if you're not vaccinated or if you are just wear the mask because again you could still spread this thing wear the mask and then whenever you're comfortable or whenever they allow just take off the mask and just stop complaining about this i think the government government needs to invest a little bit more on ppe um so more gloves more mask more um for healthcare workers maybe even those body suits um more shields um for restaurants or uh, fast food joints um in front of the cashier you know maybe something to cuz there's times where um i'm buying something and i'm actually using cash right so you can easily uh catch the virus just by paying for something and getting your change or by giving the cashier the change um if you did if you do have the virus i feel like let's focus more on that cuz remember you can still have the vaccine you could you could have taken the vaccine first or second dose and still catch the virus um so it doesn't it just protects you and ensures that you know you don't get those uh that severe illness but they got to just i think that's the thing that we need to do right right now protect um canadians by investing more buy more of those ppe equipments um and then we'll go from there but like i walk into some stores and i don't see no shields i'm like come on right have a shield up or something but that's all part of the whole vaccination you know it it seems like they don't want to have to adopt that approach at all they just want everyone to be vaccinated so that the consequences of the transfer of the the um, covid is not as severe so because of it appears all the extra money they're spending on the pp or the preventative measures as you said um it's just causing you know this whole push for everyone to be vaccinated again it's it's a really for some people it's an easy decision for others it's a really hard decision and like just you know be cautious with the decisions that you're making the people you associate with like all that type of stuff just be aware and just you know exercise some sort of just like you know preventative measures when you are out oh for sure uh back to the point of the whole passports ron you know how many people will end up on six buzz or those social media platforms that you won't allow someone in a store people are just going to force their way in and you know how much problems that's going to cause um so let's let's not really do that there's going to be a lot police are going to be called all over the place when they should be focused on other things it's just going to be a living headache It, it definitely will because every step of the way we've had issues when it came to the mass we had issues you know, at the beginning, before we even knew anything, like we had issues with like supplies, like, you know, people were just taking so much things. Now, if you put in the vaccine passport, people aren't going to be able to go to the gyms. I, I, I personally think gyms are essential. They you are. Know, I, I, I don't understand why they're considered to be non-essential. But nonetheless, I guess because you could be active, but like half, like, I swear, almost everyone I know kind of gained weight during COVID. 
because we have winters here where it's almost impossible. It's possible, but it's really hard for people to go out and work out. I don't get it, you know, but then situations like professional athletes, people like that were able to work out. Like, so it's just, it doesn't make any sense. No, not one bit. I just think that, like, if you tell somebody they can't go to the gym, but they're paying for the gym, like, that's ridiculous, man. Like, if you don't want somebody in your restaurant, oh, well, fine. We could just, you know, not go to your restaurant. Or we could sit on the patio in the summer. But, like, it just seems like it's causing more division than is needed. If you don't feel comfortable being in the place with someone that's unvaccinated, I guess if you own a business, you can tell them no. Or if that affects your business, you can tell people no. But, like, everyone can still transfer this disease. And I've actually spoken to somebody that said that they had family where they knew they got the Delta variant of COVID and they were vaccinated and it still impacted them. It just didn't impact them as severely as it impacted the people that were not Mm. vaccinated. So if that is true, because that's one person's word, I don't know if this is 100% true. It's not really researched per se, but like if that's true, then. Really and truly, whether you're vaccinated or not, you can cause harm to other people. But that's crazy. So the the Delta, eh? Because I heard that's uh, who if you get it, I heard it's the results are, yikes, pretty bad. Yeah, and they're saying that it even impacts people that are vaccinated. Like it it does actually impact them. They just don't die. But I guess in a sense, it's like the the flu for us, you know, like where we get really sick but we don't die because it's not as, I guess, severe for you if you're vaccinated. Nonetheless, you're still sick, you know? And if this person's story is true, you get pretty sick. I want to know what's the, like, why the government think the passport is going to work so well. Is it because they want to, like, make others feel hopeless, lost, have that negative energy, that negative vibe, and then eventually force them to kind of say, you know what, I'll just take it. Like, don't you want someone to be a little bit more genuine when they're taking a vaccine rather than feel forced? I feel like they've gotten past that point. They just think it's everyone's obligation to protect others. That's the viewpoint it seems that they've taken. So anyone that doesn't take a vaccine is essentially making a selfish choice that is impacting other people, even like your family. Like, you know, like like if you get COVID, you don't have the vaccine. You know, a lot of people have died. You could potentially die from this thing. So if that's the case, like you're being selfish, you know, you're impacting your family that's still alive, like all those type of things. That's the vibe I'm getting with it. So like they've just, you know, completely gone past the let's be you know optimistic let's be nice let's work together no they're like no you got to take this otherwise this will happen and i feel like the vaccine passport does not like if you have one it's harder to lie about not being vaccinated unless if you can get a fraudulent one like that's always i definitely feel if they push for vaccine passports everywhere that's what's gonna start happening well, that's why my boy Dougie said, nope, yeet, get that idea out of here. 
but just you never know what'll happen, man. Who knows? Maybe he'll change his mind. Yeah, true. Cause you know, if, if he doesn't win the next election, someone can come in and just be like, you know what? Let's push for it. So exactly. And then what are you gonna do? Uh, I I don't know. I'm praying that he wins. So <laughs> this guy is something. Tell us how you feel. You're supposed to keep that that you know that you're voting. How you vote, like inside, eh? Like this man. Now you're exposing yourself. So. You're conservative. Would you have voted Trump in the U.S.? Would I vote for Trump? Yeah. Um. Uh, I'm I'm on the fence with that. I was about to say, be very careful with your next. Yeah, words. yeah, yeah. I'm I'm on the fence with that. I, I'm not gonna say yes, and I'm you not gonna say no. Very careful. You weren't very careful. Well, I'm not an American either, so I don't know. So you don't know now, <laughs> eh? All right. You know? <laughs> That's a that, that, that's a good uh, fix. It's a PC up, you know? answer. I don't know. You know, pro- progressive conservative man. So you you would vote Trump. I never said that. He's I'm a Republican. Saying like that, that was a PC <laughs> answer. You know, I'm, I didn't say yes and I didn't say no. Yeah, politically correct. It's progressive conservative. Oh yeah, no, it's no longer progressive. It's conservative yes. now. Yeah. Okay. You know, sorry. That's my bad. Gosh, you know, come I'm on, not in touch man. with uh, oh. <laughs> this guy. Uh, Miss Scarlett Johansson, the Black Widow. Mm. So she's suing Disney. Um, and the reason why she's suing is because she had it written in her contract that the debut of her Black Widow movie would be a wide theatrical release. However, it seems according to the way that Disney interpreted this and versus how Scarlett Johansson interpreted it is that Scarlett Johansson thought that this would be exclusively a theatrical release. And the reason why she's concerned by this is that when she signed her contract in 2017 for this standalone movie, she had a $50 million bonus written into her contract based off the box office release numbers. Unfortunately, as they've been doing throughout the whole pandemic with movie releases, they also had a concurrent Disney Plus release. Um, so that impacted the box office numbers and because of her interpretation of this, she's now suing Disney, um, or Marvel, Marvel, Disney, they're all part of the same company. Nonetheless, it has garnered a lot of conversation about like, you know, streaming, how streaming is going to impact contracts for like, you know, actors and other creatives on films. Like, I just wanted to kind of get your thoughts on this. Like, do you have any views on this? Um, I, I'll be honest. It's, I, I don't know. Like, I guess I'm on the fence because I can see Disney's side, but I can also understand her side. I think just like how Disney has a few movies coming out later on in the year, maybe they should have waited um, and released it, I don't know, maybe towards the end of the year when things hopefully get better um especially the way the vaccine is rolling out but ron we're talking 50 mil you know and she's money yeah and she's been there since early right she's one of the founding members of the avengers um and then again there's this conversation of how she's not receiving any support um from the other uh, marvel actors it's for that it, like I, I read that article. I read multiple articles on this issue. That one, 
um, they challenged all the male uh, counterparts for not actually standing up for her. I kind of think that people need to understand money is a big motivating factor in a lot of decisions people make. If you are under contract or if you're getting a significant amount of money from a company like Disney, chances are you're not going to say anything to ruin your chances of getting that money. So to expect her male counterparts to stand up for her is kind of silly. And I also saw in that article that I think you're referencing that they were child, they were questioning how much uh what's his name like even someone like Robert Downey Jr was oh, making yeah. in comparison to Scarlett and at the time that he negotiated a contract apparently where he was making 70 to 80 million something in between those numbers he his movie was probably like the biggest he had Iron Man 1 2 he was in the Avengers and he had Iron Man 3, all of which were successes. So I felt like he had a little bit more leverage for all the future movies to be in them, you know? As opposed to Black Widow, who was only in the Avengers at that time and maybe in Iron Man 2, I believe. Yeah, I think she was also in Captain America, if I wasn't, if I might be mistaken. I have to... She was in the later yeah. ones, but I don't think she was in the very first one. She wasn't actually. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I do. No, no, not the first one, because the first one was taken back when he just um, when exactly. He was yeah, but I. But Ron, the thing about if you're one of those male Disney actors, if you stand up for her and you preach that message, hey, we promote uh, females getting paid equal to males. You're telling me other other uh movie film companies won't be like yo you know what we like this guy and he's preaching a great message and we know that just like the herd mentality everyone is trending towards him everyone is following towards him let's put him in the movie but like these guys have characters with disney that have given them such status you know like why would they jeopardize that like why would like that's something that i would think being devil's advocate, just thinking from a person's perspective when it comes to money, why would you say anything to impact money that you are getting? You wouldn't. It, it's not, it doesn't make sense. And, you know, on the other side, like Scarlett Johansson losing out on this money, this really calls into question, like, how significant COVID was on all industries, especially the entertainment yep. industry, because... This contract was negotiated in 2017 before Disney Plus was really talked about, before streaming services really became such a significant part of our life. They were a part, but like to this extent, it it wasn't like at that level. So then now her contract is severely impacted by this. I guess maybe she wanted them to wait. Or just put it out in box offices exclusively. But like, think about places like here. You know, at the time that her movie was released, we wouldn't have even been able no, to go wouldn't. to the theater to watch it. So then that could also play a role in her, the amount of but money. But you know how, you know how, but, sorry to cut you, but you know how many times that movie has been pushed? Its release date has been pushed. And at the same time, Marvel is doing, I don't know if you guys watched, you know, the uh, that low key. Uh, TV show. Ron, have you watched Loki? I honestly have not watched any of the Marvel TV this shows. Guy, on Disney+. Bro, I have it, just haven't doing? watched it. 
Bro, what what's wrong with you, man? I have a lot of things going on. Oh, this word. Summer. yeah, yeah, you got married. Okay, I'll, I'll let that one slide. I'll let that one slide. Bro, like, come on, but man. Fix up. Watch it. But um, they and stop this. They have a specific timeline. Kiki, do you love me? Yo, are you wrong? Where do you live? Let's go. <laughs> you know where All I right. live, man. So stop this foolishness. You're just shook. Oh, let me continue my points. But Marvel has a specific timeline of how everything, because everything is really lined up. Like Marvel does an amazing job of the way how they line up all their movies. So it makes sense and it tells a great story. I feel like if they kept pushing um, uh, Black Widow, it may have a, it, it would have messed up the story, the big story that there were, that they wanted to tell. Um but jeez, man, you're wrong. You're missing out on 50 mil. And we all know that movie would have done well. Because we all know that would have probably been her last movie. Because remember, she's not. If y'all watched Avengers Endgame, we all know what happened to Black Widow. So we know this is her. Probably the last time we would see her in a Disney movie. In a Marvel movie, sorry. So ah, it, it hurts. Because wrong, 50 mil we're missing out on. 50. I, I would go crazy for I, $50, and she's missing out on 50 mil. Jeez. I surely empathize with her, um, but that just, this situation is definitely going to cause a ripple effect. I feel that because now streaming services have stuff like Disney Plus has Premiere Plus, I feel like more movies are going to start releasing on these streaming yeah. platforms. So these actors need to, you know, negotiate a bit differently. Um, a sad thing I saw about this is that it seems that a lot of streaming services aren't as, they're more reluctant to provide their numbers so that the people that are negotiating these contracts with them cannot get a full scope of how much money is truly made when these guys have, you know, these additional really? things that are being charged. That's what I was reading. But it should be so easy. You just if, look at the users and then you look at their monthly membership. And No, no, no. But I mean like the company is not giving it. So let's say you're Scarlett Johansson and I'm Disney. If you're negotiating with me, I'm not going to tell you necessarily what Disney Plus is bringing in for us. So every single time somebody watches your movie on Premiere Plus, you wouldn't know how oh, much money true. we're getting. Yeah, that is it. true. So they're not telling them. So then it's like it's not really fair because then the player, the the actors aren't able to negotiate in good faith because they just have to trust that whatever they're being presented with is legitimate. And, you know, again, money rules the world, man. And, and so the these guys make those decisions. And with, yes, no, no, no problem. And with Premiere Plus, whatever movies on the Premiere Plus, because Premiere Plus is like thirty dollars. Um. I'm not paying for no, that shit, man. Especially no way. when I already subscribed to Disney Plus. You you just have to wait a month and or two. Three I is it a month or two? I thought it was three months. I remember Mulan came out and like I, that was the only movie that I was about to buy, but I told myself no. But it you could be right. Maybe it is two or three. Uh I don't care. I'm not wait. paying for that shit. I already paid for Disney Plus. Exactly. I'm waiting and I'll yep. watch it, man. What the hell? You wait. These guys think that they're clever, man. Huh. They get you with this anticipation, but hey, man, 
I like movies. I'll, I'll just wait, man. I'll watch it three months down the road. People don't spoil things as much as they used to when I was You know why? Because everyone's waiting, too. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's waiting. Oh, man. That could very well be true. Um, so um, there was something that you showed me. It was on Six Buzz. If you had four years to train for an Olympic event, the goal is to win bronze and you would get $50 million. What sport is it that you choose? For me, uh, it's between two sports. Um, and if you follow us on social media, you see I do them nice long jogs. So it'd be some type of long distant running event. How or, far though? How far? How far? Would you, it's not like, would you do the 1500 meter, the 10,000 meter? Jeez. Yo, the, 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 the lesser one, to be honest. Um, 15, okay. Or um, badminton. Okay. I'm, I'm mean with badminton. Go ask, go ask my old job. I'm mean with badminton. Yeah. Uh, I could uh, believe that as I roll my eyes. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I know, like I said, you're good at like wheelchair basketball. Like that's something that's very random to me. But hey, man, like you probably could be a superstar at badminton for all I know. Don't sleep. The, my backhand and my smash. Amazing. <laughs> what about you? Um, I was thinking about doing one of the athletics, um, maybe like a shot put, you know, javelin, hammer throw type stuff. True. Um, though that was the first thing that came to mind because uh, when I was at York, I did do like um, we had these things called peakins, which is like when you're in kinesiology, they're kind of like gym style classes. So I did them, and I did track and field. And this one of the coaches on the team was like, "Man, like." You have like the perfect frame for hammer throw javelin shop. She's like, you should just like, if you just got into the gym and we trained you, you'd be like good. And I was like, man, like you wait till my fourth year to tell me this. Uh, I could have done this in my first year, but honestly, it's all good. That would have been cool. But that's what my first choice would be. Um, I, I did play baseball when I was younger, but I know how hard it is to be good at baseball. So I definitely would not choose that. Same with soccer. And, um, you know, also weightlifting, weightlifting, I actually feel like I'd like, but my limbs are very long. And I was told that that makes it hard for me to be really good at weightlifting. So I stick with one of the shot put javelin hammer throw types things. I'll be honest. I think the best sport for you would be, I don't know the name, so you're going to have to correct me, but it's the events where you do everything. You the decathlon? <laughs> I no legit legit no because the thing is that you're a strong guy, and you're quick, you know. So like I think you could I think as an overall athlete I think you would do well in that. In what is it called? You days, said it's decathlon for men. It's the heptathlon for women. Yeah. To do that in two days, do ten events in two days. That that to me is way, way too difficult. You just got to win bronze. So that means you got to really, really kill it in certain events. No, but like something like pole vault, that's one of the sports in it. That, okay, so, you know, just like the professor to the, or the coach at the time told me I was really good at those things or I had the frame for those. She also told me that I don't have the frame for pole vaulting. What, what's that's, pole vaulting? So that's the, you know, when you got to run with the stick. 
and then you go over like this high bar. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah, no, no. man. Like that. Like, cause like I tried it, and then I started going back the other way. <laughs> so then once that starts to happen, she's like, you know what? This is for safety reasons. We're not doing this because I'm gonna like break my back going that high. It's crazy. No, but think about it. Okay, that's the one event you couldn't do, or but you I would still you, have you would to finish last in. I can't, but then think about it. How am I going to win bronze if I'm not good at one of the sports? I so have to be average, at least average at that one. But average doesn't get you bronze. You need a if you If you do bad in one event, but so you're telling me everyone that meddled in that event did well in every single competition? No. So the man that won gold, Damian Warner, he's Canadian. He was, I watched some of the events. He was exceptional at a few. He was average at some. And that's basically how he won. Yeah. No, he was, he was actually exceptional at many of them. I saw him running the hurdles. This guy killed it. 1500 killed it. Like hundred meters. Like he was doing good. Like, so it seems to me that he's like a runner, you know, but then the guy that came, got a, I think it's silver medal or bronze. One of the two, he, his last name was mayor. He's a Frenchman. He was really good at like the throwing stuff and he was RA at the running stuff. So, you know, it just depends, right? Like if you're good, if I'm really good at a lot of them, I can win, you know, but if I'm not good at one at all, where I'm not even going to come in like the middle of the pack, how can I win a bronze really? You're going to have to win first place in the other ones. I have to be like first place in nine of them, man. But like, think like there's so many sports that get taken into account for this, man. I don't know. Have you heard of steeplechase though? Steeplechase? That looks like a. That sounds like a store that sells office supplies. No, nah, man. Like it, it's one of the tracks, uh, sports, man, where you gotta run like over water and stuff. It's pretty interesting. You gotta. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That. So that you're running like- on the track and you gotta run over water. Okay. I saw speed walking as an event. Yeah, that is an event. That's not me, though. I've seen it. You look funny when you walk. Did you ever watch I, that Malcolm in the Middle episode when, the, when he was doing, the dad was doing the whole speed walking thing? Hey. One of my teachers in elementary school loved to speed walk. Shout out to Mr. Carone. Jeez. Say a word. But no, but for sure, I, I think you would have done well in that. And, you know, for me, it would be. Um, uh, badminton or you know what now that you said wheelchair basketball i might have to slide in that that's a paralympic though. sport though that's a paralympic sport so i don't know man i, I was thinking that you're gonna say three on three because you know you're you're a great basketball player that is true that is Make true. a layup that is true but not i like ron i'm i'm six foot at best and all those other people you're not are probably... six feet i'm taller than you man you're like five eleven ron i'm six feet <laughs> you're one of those how what your driver's license how many centimeters are you uh i think it says like 200 that's not six feet brother okay so uh, <laughs> this guy's probably 179 nonetheless <laughs> moving on <laughs> i'm capping it says 180 180 you or 190 see, you see you're 511 180, you're not 190, because that's not 6P either. I believe you're 180. So 180 sounds about 5'11-ish to me. 
5'11 and three quarters. Cap. <laughs> so there's a man that got duct taped on a flight on Frontier Airlines. It was a flight from Philly to Miami. Okay, so I don't have this guy's name. Don't really care who he is. But um, basically this individual was on a flight. There was multiple eyewitnesses to this. A lot of people videotaped this. So apparently this, this individual brushed an empty cup against the butt of a female flight attendant. That's how this all started. Okay. Yeah. She told him not to touch her. You know, that was the first incident. Next, the man spilled a drink on his shirt, goes to the bathroom, comes out shirtless. So he got the help of a flight attendant to get, like, something from his carry-on so that he can get a shirt on. So then after that, he then walks around the plane for about 15 minutes. Allegedly, he grabs two female flight attendants' breasts after he puts their arms over their shoulders. So then shortly thereafter, those women call a male flight attendant to come and watch this individual. Guess what he does? He punches the man in the face. <laughs> so as a result, it seems like with the help of passengers, the flight attendants taped him, duct taped him down to his seat. I'm assuming this was a citizen's arrest, but this is insanity i i think it's insanity first off that the man was able to do all of this like it, it's craziness but the fact that they then duct taped him to the seat i like, know what this guy uh, like i feel like he's gonna sue but do you have any thoughts on this the, nonsense? the passenger yeah i think he's gonna sue for being duct taped oh yeah yeah for sure ron ron people sue for like come on we have gorilla glue girl who sued so for sure for sure he's gonna sue because ron i like he deserved what came what was coming for him but at the same time like come on you can't a, a big airline like frontier you can't duct tape a guy to a seat that is you gotta so do what you gotta inhumane. do it. it yeah honestly the the one thing i i know he's gonna sue for sure but None of what he did was appropriate. Like, you know, slapping a lady on her butt basically with an empty glass, like groping women. That's, come on, man. And then closed fist punch. Like, that's assault, man. And I don't know how he was able to get off. I saw $1,500 for his bond. So this guy's out. Like, he's, he claims to be rich. So, like, why wouldn't you make it a lot higher? Agreed. Oh, oh, 100%. I feel he's probably capping. He's probably not that rich. Um, he's probably just an know, average man. person. No, no, Ron. No rich person is going to do that. Well, I lied. Rich what, people what are you do talking make, about? I was just about to say rich people don't make dumb mistakes, but come on. Well, Ron, look where he was sitting to. Come on. He, he's not rich. Let's be real. He would be in first class. Maybe it was, it, it seems like it was a short flight plane, so it could have been like one of those planes that doesn't have that much... Doesn't have that much division, but for actually, this, it's like three hours for this guy to actually feel comfortable doing all those things to to the female flight attendants, whatever he was drinking, he said, "Stop being served." And you see, it's <laughs> it's these bad apples that ruin it for the rest of us because now airlines are probably going to say, 
hey, you know what? We have no security, no police officers, nobody to handle individuals like this. Because I know it's not a common thing, but Ron, it could easily be a common thing. If someone constantly, if they pay for their drinks and they're drinking and they're drinking and they're drinking, something could happen. And it's true. This is when this is when uh, airlines are going to start saying, hey, you know what? Maybe let's not serve alcohol on the plane ride. They will never say that. It's way too much money that people pay for that, for them to say that over one person. No, no. But OK, one person. Yeah. But Ron, let's say this becomes a trend. You got to remember, um, there was an article that was sent to me about revenge travel. And because a lot of individuals didn't get to travel, they're going to now that, you know, they're allowed to fly and go to different countries. And if you're vaccinated here in Canada, you don't got to do the whole the even even if you're not vaccinated, you don't have to do the whole hotel quarantine thing as of August the 8th. Um, So a lot of people are going to, they're going to, hey, you know what, I haven't traveled. Let me splurge a little bit. Let me take a few more shots, a few more drinks on the plane. You call this revenge travel? No, no, it's it's going to be like, Ron, I'm planning on taking a trip, you know? But did you call it revenge travel? That's what a a lot of people are calling it, revenge travel. What the hell does that even mean? Like they're taking revenge, you know? They weren't in the last year and a half. Nobody was able to travel, so there's a lot of buildup. So... Now that things are open, I'm going to go travel right now. And you go and you travel. Okay. I, I'm, okay. Yeah, that, that's cool. Like, um, I, I, I sense the frustration in many people when it comes to this. Many. I want to I travel too. Like, I, like to, I just want to go somewhere. Y- yeah, I, I feel you're, like enough's enough. Yeah, because you're the same person that told me, you know, to travel. Like, actually travel. Stop going to the caribbean like travel the world go, go to, to the, the other caribbean, side but if you're gonna go like try some like try like aruba like try something different yeah this yeah. guy you're jamaican you've been to jamaica i'm pretty <laughs> sure multiple times you've yes. been to mexico you've been to dr i'm assuming you've been to cuba like no i okay. haven't okay well you know maybe go to cuba next time but just you know there's the Atlantic Ocean, you can fly there, over there, and then you'll end up somewhere else. True. Pacific. Because you, you went to, like, life. Europe, no? I've been to Europe and Africa. I haven't been to as many places as I'd like to be, I'd like to go to. I would like to go to Asia. I'd like to go to Australia. I'd like mm-hmm. to go to South America. Like, I, I always, um, I, I really, every time I've traveled, I've encountered Australians, and they impress me because these people, they just go wherever. And they just do whatever. They're there forever, it seems like. They just live and enjoy life. It's crazy. They're on a, li- they're on a little island by themselves, you know, so. They're definitely on a different wave than a lot of people out here. That's for sure. <laughs> but I do. But this guy, he, I hope he gets, uh, he's on that no-fly list. Because he's a risk. A huge risk. High risk, you know, he's a, he's, he's a big time risk, flight risk. Grabbing up females like that? Whew. Come on, bro. Come on, man. Some people, they like, like, this is the moments where I feel like some people should be, you know, you know what? I won't even say it. I'll just leave it at that. 
Um, <laughs> cool, cool. I saw cool. a video of 3D printed meat. Okay, so I don't know what the hell this is, but essentially it's like plant-based artificial meat. Like the way they make it, it kind of looks like meat, but it isn't meat. They say this is the future of food. Um, this is kind of weird. The watching that video was very weird. It's it was just, it, it's it was just very weird. disturbing, to be honest. Um, to actually tell yourself I'm gonna eat that, like Ron, it it looked like they were printing, like, some type of gadget. Like to know that that you would actually put that inside of you. That's I'm not with it. Um, now I know there's a lot of vegans and vegetarians on the other side or people that just don't consume uh animal meat um and then they their argument is so you won't eat plant-based and you're worried about the chemicals in plant-based but you'll drink coke you'll eat a beef burger and you don't know what they're injecting in these animals so you're not making any sense which is a very very fair argument that they are um that they are mentioning and using, but at the same time, my body, I never been sick off of eating those things. Um, and my body's conditioning accustomed to eating meat. So, cause I won't lie. There's, there's a, there's a plant-based burger. I'm not going to say the, the food chain, their name, but there's a plant-based burger. I eat, I, I ate a few times on several occasions and Ron, after I, consumed the burger my stomach i had to use do a number two a very very strong so you had run belly yes whoa run whoa since since when you know that term run belly i have exposure to caribbeans say word say word nana dot okay (laughs) but yeah like you ate it a couple of times and it gave you run belly yeah, like, no. Once is enough. You had it t- at least twice, possibly three, four times. No, because like honestly, because again, I'm trying to like lower. I'm trying to lose weight, right? So I, I'm telling myself, you know what? I'm hungry. I want a burger. Let me try a plant based. And sometimes you tell yourself, okay, you know what? At this location, I it kind of hurt my stomach. I had run belly, so I'm not gonna go here again. Let me try a different location. But I probably tried several locations maybe a total of four five and same results same results so you know something i forgot to tell you though while you you did mention it you have lost some weight from like when i saw you in person the last time i was like yo i was impressed i was like yo this guy's actually doing he's putting in work man tonks tonks you're going you're going from slim thick to what what would you classify yourself as now um the rock <laughs> okay i didn't i didn't say that much man but you're you're actually getting slimmer yo i, I told you next year carabana ron this guy you're getting your carabana bod ready a year in advance yeah i gotta respect that man i told people my outfit i don't think it's i don't think i can say it on the podcast but um yeah, but I have. I'll tell you off the air my my costume. I'm assuming you're gonna go shirtless, eh? That's the goal. Oh, I'm getting. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do a full body wax for sure. <laughs> a head top wax too. 
see, this is what I'm trying to say. Like, people already know that I'm bald, and now you got to go, like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I think I should sing in my feelings again, man, because it just keeps on coming. Do for the podcast. Yeah, it's okay. Maybe maybe I'll just pass this time. I I sang enough. Is there anything else you wanted to add, uh, Mr. Knight? Uh, Yo, you know what? Hey, Ron, the weather that we're getting of late is really, really good. Um, have you, are, are we going to, because it looks like we're going to get a good rest, because the earlier part of the summer was pretty weak. Are we still going to do that half quarter of a marathon? It's not a quarter of a marathon. I already told you. Like, actually, you know, you said it, it, it would be a quarter of a marathon. Sorry, 32 kilometers is a marathon. You want to do a 10K, eh? That's something when are we gonna do one you know what like just give me a, a date you know and i'll let you know um my august is pretty tight but just wow. give me a date and i'll try to make it work i want you guys to all see you see how ron put me on the back burner it's cool though i'm talking to you right now so you're definitely not on the back burner oh but... sorry sorry the middle burner okay no you're on the one of the front burners i talk to you every week you know like so stop it stop being silly (laughs) oh man so kiki do you love me are you riding so you'll never ever leave (laughs) from beside me because i want you and i need you and i'm down for you this this is how you're moving man stop this foolishness well, you know what? If that can get me Drake money, I'll move like that all the time. Yo, not with me, man. You ain't getting Drake money right now. Yo, you better chill. Very, very soon. But it, it seems like you don't have many thing, anything else you want to add. Um, no, I'm good. Next week, like, um, you know, it's going to be a good time. I hope I have a good uh, rest of the weekend. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, guys, thank you for listening to another episode so this is episode 17 of the knowledge and nonsense podcast um again you guys can listen to us on anchor spotify radio public google podcasts um pocket cast you can follow us on ig at canon podcast and on i on twitter on canon pod um we'll catch you guys next week one love one love